0: With God, nothing will be impossible.
1: For he is our
0: God. And the God of salvation is making all things new. Amen.
2: Welcome in the name of Christ, grace, mercy and peace be with you. Today is the first Sunday before Lent and also Racial Justice Sunday. It is also that time of the year when Chinese or Lunar New Year is celebrated. And I'm delighted to be leading this service with Chinese heritage clergy from across the country as we remember God's love for all people at all times. As part of this, we will be remembering all those who have gone before us, our spiritual ancestors, so to speak. And as part of this, we will be remembering the first woman to be ordained in the Anglican Communion, Reverend Dr. Florence Lee Timoy. But before we do that, let us call to mind our sins. You made us to be one family, yet we have divided humanity. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. You were born a Jew to reconcile all people to yourself, yet we have brought disharmony amongst the races. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. You rejoice in our differences, yet we make them a cause of enmity. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. And so God, the Father of mercies, has reconciled the world to himself through the death and resurrection of his Son, Jesus Christ, not counting our trespasses against us, but sending his Holy Spirit to shed abroad his love among us by the ministry of reconciliation entrusted by Christ to his church. Receive his pardon and his peace to stand before him in strength alone this day and evermore. Amen.
0: I often tell people that the reunion dinner on Chinese New Year Eve is our version of Christmas dinner or Thanksgiving dinner for Americans. It is the most important family gathering of the year, surrounded with various traditions, including special foods and clothing and rituals. And after that, throughout the 15 days of Chinese New Year, we continue to visit one another's homes exchanging news and hongbao with equal enthusiasm. And for many Chinese families, including my own growing up, it is not only the living who are involved, but also the dead, our ancestors upon whose lives our own are built. As a child, my first act after waking up on the morning of Chinese New Year was to approach the makeshift altar my grandmother would have prepared to pay my respects to my ancestors, whom I had never met, but to whom I knew I owed a great deal. When I became a Christian, there were concerns in my family about whether I would continue in this tradition of paying my respects to my ancestors, but I never saw a problem really. After all, Christians are no strangers to prayers for the dead, and even to the veneration of at least the saintly among them. Certainly, we're well aware of the importance of those who have come before us. So many of us are blessed to worship in churches built and sustained by generations and generations of people before us, whose names we still see inscribed around us. To be sure, my relationship to traditional Chinese customs around paying respects to our ancestors has changed, has been baptized, if you like, But still, come Chinese New Year this year, my first act in the morning will be to remember my ancestors, including now my own grandparents, who taught me how to do so in the first place. I will remember them before God and give thanks for all they did to make me who I am today.
3: A reading from the Gospel of Mark, chapter 16, verses 1 to 8. Trembling and bewildered, the women went out and fled from the tomb. They said nothing to anyone, because they were afraid. This is the word of the Lord.
2: Gung Hei Fat Choi, Chinese or Lunar New Year is an important celebration for many people around the world. And as Christians, we talk about the communion of saints, those followers of Christ Have gone before us, our spiritual ancestors, so to speak. Chinese New Year is an occasion where families visit the tombs or graves of their loved ones who have gone before them, and this has been observed by Chinese families for over two and a half thousand years. And visiting the tomb of a loved one takes center stage in our reading. And here are four reflections I have drawn from Mark 16, verses 1 to 8. Straight away, Mark draws our attention to three extraordinary women, Mary Magdalene, Mary the mother of James, and Salome, who are going to the tomb to anoint Jesus' body. Now, why do I say they are extraordinary? Well, think about the context for a moment. It says very early and after just after sunrise it would have taken no small amount of courage for these three women to walk outside in the darkness of daybreak sadly we know all too well how vulnerable women are when they head out on their own it was no different then furthermore they were visiting the grave of someone who had been put to death as a common criminal They are showing honour to someone who their nation despised. These women were fiercely courageous. And their courage reminds me of Florence Lee Timoy, the first woman to be ordained in the Anglican Communion, and the courage she had to enter hostile territory during World War II to administer Holy Communion. And like Florence, I believe the three women in our passage were courageous, because they knew Jesus in a deeply profound way. For they had experienced his pardoning mercies before. They were willing to risk all consequences in testifying their devotion to their saviour. It is not only courage that Jesus has inspired in them. They also had faith. As they made their way to the tomb, it says they asked each other, who will roll the stone away from the entrance of the tomb? These incredible women were not only grappling with the darkness, they had no idea how to move the stone away from the entrance. We live in a day and age where we are often faced with uncertainty. What are some of the stones you are anticipating? They could be physical ones to do with finance or health, or perhaps a conversation or situation that you've been dreading these women had no idea how they would deal with the stone before them but that didn't stop them they pressed on with faith and when they finally reached the tomb it says they looked up and saw that the stone which was very large had been rolled away I love this bit in their time of need the very thing they had feared had been removed I'm not saying that God will magically transform every situation. But what this passage demonstrates is that if you allow him, Jesus can help deal with your fear. And that's good news. On entering the tomb, they encounter a young man dressed in white who says to them, Don't be alarmed. And he says, You are looking for Jesus the Nazarene who was crucified. He is risen, he is not here go tell his disciples and Peter. Notice how the angel singles out Peter from the rest of the disciples. And this is a wonderful touch. The last time we saw Peter, he had denied Jesus three times, ran away in shame and ended up weeping bitterly. And yet the angel expressly tells the women to find Peter to let him know that he is still loved that he has not been forgotten and that he is still part of the group. Jesus still longs to be with us, no matter how distant we may feel from him. If you feel like you've been far from Jesus, be reminded of God's love for you this Chinese New Year, just as the angel wanted the women to remind Peter. And so having looked through this passage, we've learnt that when we approach the empty tomb of our great ancestor, Jesus, that number one, we can have fierce courage like the three women who went to anoint his body. Number two, that we can approach Jesus in faith. Number three, that we can ask Jesus to take away our fears. And four, that no matter what we have said or done, Jesus offers forgiveness like he did with Peter. There's one more F that I'd like to add to this list, and that's this. Jesus offers each one of us a future. By overcoming death, Jesus offers the promise of eternal life with him, starting now. And as I reflect on all those visiting graves and honouring ancestors this Chinese New Year, it is my hope that they too would discover life beyond the grave, that they too would meet the one who overcame death, and who offers us the promise of eternal life, a hope, and a future. Amen.
1: For every new day that I see breath that i take every step i make in this life give me a grateful heart for every day that i see every breath that i take every step i make in this life give me a grateful heart
4: I'm Christina Rees, and I'm the director of the Lee Timoy Foundation, which was set up in honor of Florence Lee Timoy, who was the first woman to be ordained as a priest in the Anglican Communion. She was ordained 80 years ago on the 25th of January, 1944, in Shui Hing, Free China. The Lee Timoy Foundation gives grants to women across the Anglican Communion to enable them to follow their calling. Many women go on to be ordained, while others study for lay ministry, such as evangelism or youth work, or for professions such as psychology, teaching, social work, and many others. Florence Lee Timoy was only one woman. But through her example of courage, faith, selflessness, and perseverance, she has been inspiring many women and men to trust where God is leading them. In her life, Florence faced danger, prejudice, and persecution, but she remained faithful. Wherever she went, she transformed the lives of the people she met and showed them the love and hope we have in Jesus Christ. Last week, we celebrated the 80th anniversary of the ordination of Florence Lee Timoy. We were in St. Martin in the Fields in Trafalgar Square, and it was a marvellous occasion. And one of the things we're doing this year, the anniversary year, is supporting Chinese heritage clergy.
2: Together, let us declare our faith in God who has compassion for all. We believe in God the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. We believe in God the Son, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with his love. We believe in God the Holy Spirit, who strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, Father and Son and Holy Spirit. Amen.
1: Make me an instrument of your perfect.
5: Let us pray. Gracious and merciful God, as we gather in the sacred space of your presence on this special day, we come before you with hearts filled with gratitude and reverence. We lift our voices in prayer, acknowledging the diverse tapestry of your creation and the rich traditions that shape our collective journey. Lord, as we celebrate Chinese New Year, we recognize the beauty and significance of new beginnings. In this season of renewal, we give thanks for the vibrant tapestry of cultures that enrich our world. Bless the Chinese community, both near and far, as they come together in joyous celebration, reflecting on the cycles of life, family, and the passing of time. May this festival be a reminder of the importance of unity harmony and the shared values that bind us as a global family on this racial justice sunday as well lord we turn our hearts towards the call for justice and equality in a world where diversity is your divine design and justice your calling we pray for the courage to confront prejudice and discrimination Open our eyes to see the beauty in our differences and empower us to stand against the injustices that persist. May our communities, including this Church of England congregation, be beacons of love, understanding and reconciliation. We pray against any form of institutionalized racism. Help us to work towards a world where every individual is treated with dignity and respect, regardless of cultural heritage, ethnicity, and background. Lord, we also remember and honour the legacy of Florence Lee Timoy, a trailblazer in the Church of England. As the first woman to be ordained as a priest in our communion, she exemplified courage, faith, and a deep commitment to your call. Grant us the strength to follow her example, breaking down barriers and embracing the diversity of your people. may We will be inspired to challenge the status quo, promoting inclusivity and equality within our own congregations and beyond. Gracious and loving God, as we gather in the warmth of your presence during this Chinese New Year celebration, we are reminded of the age old traditions that bind families together, transcending time and generations. We reflect on the significance of Chinese New Year, a time of renewal and the honouring of ancestors who have gone before us. As we delve into the sacred text of Mark 16, to 8, we find ourselves at the entrance of an empty tomb, a symbol of hope and resurrection. This Chinese New Year, as families visit the graves of ancestors, we pray that we, may encounter the promise of a future beyond the grave as well. May the message of resurrection and eternal life resonate in our hearts, bringing hope and assurance that through Christ, a new and abundant life awaits. We also want to hold before you, God, all those facing a diagnosis of cancer, including His Majesty the King. Father of mercies, grant to Charles, our King, comfort and sure confidence in you and keep him in perpetual peace and safety through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, our Saviour Jesus Christ. Amen.
3: May I invite you to say the Lord's Prayer in a language that is close to your heart, as I say the Lord's Prayer in Cantonese. 阿門在天上的父,願人都遵你的名為聖,願你的國降臨,願你的旨意行在地上,如同行在天上,多門一用的飲食,感謝賜我們每天我們的財 Yutong Amen A collect
2: for Chinese New Year Almighty God As We Start This New Year accept our offering and bless our family gathering, to share together your gift of peace and happiness. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now
6: and forever. Amen. Hi, I'm Reverend Tim Yao. I'm an interim minister serving in a suburb of Norwich for the Diocese of Norwich. I just want to tell you about something that happened uh, last year in our community. I was approached by one of the local residents, Q, who I knew through meeting at the school gates with our children. And she said to me, I've noticed that there are more and more Chinese faces appearing in our community. Uh, She'd been making connections. I'd been making connections. And we realised that most of them were from uh, Hong Kong. Uh, With the uh, opening of the uh, British National Overseas Passport, there were many people coming from Hong Kong and starting to live in our community. And we thought, how can we make people feel welcomed, known, uh, f- help them to feel they're kind of part of this place? So we thought, let's put on something. So originally, our, our idea was to get those few families we already knew, get them together and have a meal and, and that kind of thing. However, it snowballed. Once we'd kind of connected with their networks and uh, our networks, it grew and grew and grew. And eventually we connected with uh, the minister of a local Chinese Methodist uh, church, um, uh, he got on board. We started making connections with other churches who also had Chinese people joining their communities. And what we found is we ended up with a celebration of, of people. We invited people from the health service, from the local police, the local council. We invited people who'd been migrants to the UK from years ago and talked about their experiences of and how things were then and how things are now and how it's a much better place uh, for integration and people feeling uh, safe Um, we gave out little red packets Uh, we usually give them out at celebrations but instead of putting money in it because we had limited budgets we put little chocolate gold coins in little blessings from the bible so people knew uh, that that it was a safe place to be that they were loved and welcomed and what we found is that people when they first come you know they're uh, they're finding places in Chinese churches We, we have a definite congregation in Norwich but then they start to move out and they want to and make friends and meet people in, in local churches they want to uh, put roots down they want to get to know people which is we're also seeing that so if you've thought about doing an event like that I would encourage you to try it out we tried it out and it's been so fruitful we've made new friends and it's been a, a great way to help people feel welcome and loved by a local church so give it a go yourselves bye I hope you've enjoyed
2: this time with us today. If you'd like to learn more about the Tea House and the Chinese Heritage Clergy, please visit www.theteahouse.org. Our final blessing and prayer. May the Father, from whom every family in earth and heaven receives its name, strengthen you with spirit in your inner being so that Christ may dwell in your hearts by faith And that knowing his love broad and long and deep and high beyond our knowledge, you may be filled with all the fullness of God. And the blessing of God the Father, Son and Holy Spirit be with you now and forevermore. Amen.